Thank you for listening to this podcast from Bethel Family Worship Center. My wife says that the more that people say amen, the, thick, the, the faster I go, the quicker I preach. So if you'll help me preach, we'll get you down, but we'll get you out of here in a hurry. It may be so fast that you don't know what I said, but it'll still be good. <laughs> By faith, faith, that's, I know this is a church of faith and I feel like there's a little something that God wants to share with us today to take us to the next level of faith. If you, and, and, and when you think about levels of faith, that's, that's in the Bible, levels of faith. And, and uh, if you look at that, um, call it a faith ladder, it, it appears to me that there probably are as many as eight levels of faith. If we start at the bottom of the faith ladder, if you will, Jesus looked at his disciples in Mark chapter four and said, how is it that you have no faith? And then in Matthew 16, Jesus accused him of having little faith. In Romans 12, three, Paul said that God has given every man a measure of faith. Jesus said in Matthew 17, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you can say to the mountain, remove to yonder place and it shall be done. First Corinthians 12 said, Paul said that there is a spiritual gift of faith. Romans 4.20, Paul said, Abraham did not stagger at the promise of God because he was strong in faith. And we're doing all right so far. Then in Matthew 15, Jesus looked at a Syrophoenician woman and said, oh woman, great is your faith. Acts chapter 6, verse 8, Stephen was full of faith and power and did great wonders and miracles among the people. Remember that one line, full of faith and power. I am confident, and I've, I have been here before. I've known your man of God for over 10 years, a dear friend of mine. So I'm not necessarily new to this ministry, but I want to say this this morning. I know that this is a house of faith. If Hebrews 11 and 6 is true, and we know that it is, the Bible says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. So if this is a house of faith, then this is a house that pleases God. Therefore, I believe that this group here of faith-filled believers is pleasing unto the Lord because I feel faith in the house right now. I felt faith when I walked through the door this morning. I want to tell you that the supernatural, the incomprehensible, and the extraordinary is among us right here, right now, because we have great faith in an almighty God. Mm, I feel like preaching this morning. I came here today to remind every blood-bought, born-again, spirit-filled believer that you are God's elect and you do not have to accept the fact that your God is too removed or too uncaring or too busy to care about where you are right now. As a matter of fact, David said in Psalm 34, 17, the righteous cry and the Lord hears them and delivers them out of all their troubles. So that tells me 
that you have a right to be a people of expectation. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm expecting some things. I'm expecting some things. As a matter of fact, Romans 4.21 said that Abraham was fully persuaded that what God had promised, he was able to perform. Can I tell you as people of expectation, we perceive the handiwork of God. And as people of expectation, we are convinced that God is almighty and he is all powerful. As people of expectation, we are confident that God has the final say in every situation. As people of expectation, we celebrate the fact that every battle belongs to God. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost. As people of expectation, we can state very simply, God will. We may not know how and we may not know when, but I'll tell you that God will. Give your neighbor a high five and say, God will. As people of expectation, we live our lives according to the promise of Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. You don't have to live with a desire for a good outcome. You don't have to live hoping for some good news. You don't have to live just looking for a better day know as people of expectation we have more than just wishful thinking as people of expectation we rise above pleading like we're scared and begging like we're strangers we are consumed with confidence that we serve a God that cannot and will not fail by faith we anticipate and wait for the blessing that comes to the elect of God because what God said he cannot lie yeah hallelujah say yes somebody you know we talk in church lingo we talk about going to another level we're going to go to another level. And then after we talk about going to another level, we spend all of our time on programs and education and training and systems and plans. And that's all good. And it is necessary because they take us to levels of excellence. And I believe the church needs to master the art of excellence. I'm not going to go down this rabbit trail, but honey, your church should look just as good as the bank. Your church should call, your church should look just as good as the community center. Your church should look just as good as Lucas Field. Come on, somebody. If the world can do it, God can do it bigger. So I do believe in excellence. But having said that, programs and, 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 and systems will only take us so far because we've got something that the bank doesn't have or the recreation center don't have or anybody else don't have. We have the power of God and, and the working hand of God will take us from the natural to the supernatural because there are some things that only God can do and we must have a sovereign move of God in our midst because without the Holy Spirit of God, we can do nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I told your pastor in the office a few minutes ago, and I just need to share it with you. About one o'clock this morning, I got a little prophetic word from the Holy Ghost in my motel room. So I have come all the way from Lexington, Kentucky to tell this church that there's a next season. That's the word I heard. A next season of supernatural and the miraculous coming to Bethel. Uh, Brother, if that don't happen, you call me and I'll turn in my credentials and go retire. I'm telling you, there is the next level of the supernatural and the miraculous coming to, mira- to, to Bethel. You know, we've trained people how to do ministry. You've got to get your business card. You've got to get your website. You've got to get your head shot. You've got to do your connection. But Jesus didn't tell the, the disciples to go set up a network. Jesus said, no, you go to the upper room and you tarry there until you be in due with power from on high before you ever preach before you ever lay hands on people before you do anything you make sure that you're full of the Holy Ghost and I believe that this is a church that says you know what we're going to focus on one thing and one thing only and that is to do ministry under the anointing of the Holy Ghost we have a generation rising up now that has watched us flounder and they've watched us play church and they said playing church is a waste of time. Let's go get them. Let's get them from the streets. Let's get them from the corners. Let's get them from the bars. Let's get them from the crack house and let's bring them to a relationship. I'm not trying to make duplicates. I'm not trying to play church. I'm not trying to have another church member. I want to have a move of God in my life that changes my life. I'm about to preach. Pray for me, somebody. Look at your neighbor and say, help the boy preach. Honey, don't let this white skin fool you. I came to have church this morning. I expect a move of God in this house. I expect the miracles to happen. I expect this altar to be too small. I expect there to be no empty seats. I expect the wheelchair to be forsaken. I expect lives to be changed. God said for this house, there is a next level of his anointing for us. Are we doing okay? Is this all right? Well, pastor, I just don't feel that, honey. God does not about your feelings. (laughs) The sovereign move of God is not dependent on how you feel. The sovereign move of God is not dependent upon the economy, Wall Street, or the White House. The sovereign move of God is not even dependent upon the perfect harmony of the praise team. The sovereign move of God is not even dependent upon the eloquence of the pastor. The sovereign move of God is actually based upon the statement that Jesus made to a worried little daddy in Mark chapter 9, verse number 23, when he said this, all things are possible to him that believes. Come on, somebody. When you walk into this sanctuary, you should expect lives to be changed. Period. The sovereign move of God rests in the will of God and the faith of his followers. I did not come here today expecting to have a good church service. I came here expecting miracles in Jesus' name. Give somebody a high five on the other side and say, I'm expecting some things. 
I'm expecting. Come on, I'm expecting some things. Shandaya. Woo! I'm expecting some things. Hebrews chapter 11. By faith Noah. By faith Abel. By faith Enoch. By faith Abraham. But through faith Sarah. Somebody say through faith. Through faith. Verse 11. Through faith. Hebrews 11. 11. Through faith Sarah received strength to conceive seed. Now look at the word strength. She, she received strength. Now when you think about strength, you think about physical strength, but that's not what that word means. If you look at the word strength in Hebrews 11, it's the same word that come out of Acts chapter 1 when God, when Jesus said, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Now y'all been around, y'all know what I'm talking about, the word power in Acts chapter 1 is the same word power in Hebrews 11, and it's dunamis power. Come on, come on you good Pentecostals. <laughs> dunamis, dynamite. Come on, we think about dunamis power with the, with, with the upper room, but Sarah, year, centuries before there was ever upper room, Sarah had a supernatural encounter with the power of God. Come on, you shall receive power. Through faith, Sarah received power at the age of 90 years old to become the mother of all nations because she believed that what God had said that he was able to do. Now you can talk about the faith of Abraham all you want to and God bless Abraham, but honey, if there was no Sarah, there would not be an Isaac. Let me just go ahead and preach right there. Before there was a Bible, before there was a church, before there was a temple, before there was a high priest, there was a woman that said, I believe. Somebody just say that with me. I believe. I believe. I started to say, I believe I could fly, but that don't apply here, does it? I believe. Come on, I believe. And not only did Sarah believe, furthermore, she stood by her man. Where's Tammy Wynette when you need it? She stood by her man. When Abraham said, honey, we got to get out of here, Sarah said, I'm going with you. Come on, when you have faith, you got to believe to follow God when it doesn't make sense. I need to preach on this side because we got Presbyterians over there. When, you, when you've got real faith, you, you'll believe God to follow him wherever he says to go. Come on, expect, E-K means out. It, it says, I'm willing to follow you. Where you lead me, I will follow you. Sometimes God will by faith, God will take you places that you've never been and your family will, will be looking at you and your neighbors will be talking about you. But I'm expecting God to do something different in my life. I'm not just a soft serve Christian. I'm not just a casual Christian. I'm not just a pew warmer. I'm expecting the supernatural I got to go on. Is it time to go yet? Are we out of time? Hallelujah. Are we doing okay? Is this all right? Is this making sense? Are we doing all right? Threefold element of faith. You've heard this before. Believe, conceive, receive. Right? It's one thing to speak what you have heard. It's another thing to speak what you know. Romans 10, verse 9, if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, thou shalt be saved because with the heart you believe unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Whatever I believe in my heart is what I conceive in my life. Say that, believe, 
conceive, receive. You cannot talk yourself into salvation. You have to believe unto salvation. Conception occurs when you are fully persuaded. Are you with me? We're going somewhere. We're go- I'll get you out of here in a minute. I promise. We're going to get where you- <laughs> Hey, or two, maybe five. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hebrews 11, 11, through faith, Sarah received strength to conceive seed and she delivered a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful. I love what the New Living Translation says. It says, Sarah believed that God would keep his promise. I mean, we should just preach that for a month. Sarah believed that God would keep his promise. Can I, come on somebody. She received supernatural power to conceive the promise when she believed that God would keep his promise. And and that one sentence is a whole lot more than an old lady got pregnant by an older man. No, Sarah had a supernatural encounter. Say with me, somebody. Take a breath, honey. It's all right. Sarah had an encounter with the power of God that did the impossible in her body and in her life when she believed that God would keep his promise. When you pray, when you pray, it creates inside of you. Pastor preached last week. I was, I was stalking you last week and pastor preached on, oh, come on now. Honey, if I'm gonna come and preach for somebody else, I'm gonna see what I'm up against. Don't you get all spiritual on me. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> when you pray pastor preached on prayer and praise last week when you pray it creates inside of you a spiritual womb that allows you to receive the promises of God Uh by faith then you carry the promises of God to full term to completion until the promise becomes alive until it comes to pass until you receive it and the devil lies to you all the time about it's not going to happen for you you know why because Satan is the master abortionist God puts us, you hear a good word, a seed gets put in your heart and then the devil's in your mind for the rest of the week. That's not for you. It's not going to work out. You can't afford it. You can't do it. You know what you did. You know where you came from. You know what your past is. Come on, somebody. I'm trying to preach up in here. Hey, the devil's trying to abort that seed in you, but the devil is a lie. I have a promise from God and I, we believe it. I have conceived it. And if I have conceived a thing, I will receive a thing. I just had to get that out of me. I feel like preaching up in here. Every prayer you pray today, you may not get an answer tomorrow, but every prayer you pray, God hears it because you've never prayed a prayer that God did not hear. And by faith, you shall receive the promise when it is due time. Be not weary in well-doing, for in due season you shall reap if you faint not. Oh, I'm feeling old-time holiness preaching right now. Yeah. Woo! Come on. You know there's four seasons, winter, spring, summer, and fall. But in the kingdom of God, we've got five seasons, winter, spring, summer, fall, and due season. Come on, 
in due season the Holy Ghost will in due season your miracle will come do not get tired do not get weary and whatever you do don't give up if God gave you a word you carry that thing until it's your due season Woo! We ask mamas that all the time. When are you due, honey? Look at your neighbor and say, when are you due, honey? Band, get ready. I'm about to go to church up in here. Come on. We're carrying some things, and I think it's just about time to give birth. There's some things you've been believing for, Pastor. It's about time to give some birth to that thing. We went through COVID, and we went through unrest, and we went through more presidential nonsense than you could think of. But in spite of all of that, the church of the living God is alive and well, and I think it's about time to give birth to your next level of a breakthrough. Let the church say yes. Well, I don't see it yet. That's why you got to remember what the word said. We don't walk by sight. When is a woman a mother? I'll answer that for you. When she conceives. Now I know there's some liberal loons that will tell you that it's just a fetus and it's just a, it's just a, you know, it's not a real life until, until it's born. You go tell that to some mom that's been praying for her miracle. I lost four people there. Come on, say with me, honey. I'm not going to get into politics. Come on now. You go tell some mom and dad that's been praying for years to have a baby and now that woman is carrying a child. Don't you tell her that she's not a mother. She'll scratch your eyes out in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. We call them expectant mothers. That Come on now, the baby's not here yet, but she's still a mom. And when you're expecting a mom, when you're an expectant mother, you start changing things before the baby shows up. Can I have five more minutes? Come on, as soon as she finds out that she's carrying that baby, she begins to change her diet and she begins to change what she does and she begins to change her habits and she begins to change the way she talks and she starts walking around with her hand on her belly. I'm not really sure what that is, but come on. (laughs) Hallelujah, stay with me. Come on, men, don't leave me out here by myself. Come on now. She starts changing some things. And, and if you want to get God's attention and put the devil on notice, you need to change the way you talk and change the way you're acting about some things. And you need to start acting like you're blessed. And you need to start talking like you're an overcomer. And you need to start walking like you've got more money than you know what to do with it. Because it is God's will for you to be blessed. Look at your neighbor, put your hand on your belly and say, I'm expecting some things. I'm expecting some things. Come on. I try to, I've got to move on. Y'all wanting to go to breakfast. Help me, Jesus. 
Uh, skip that, skip that, skip that, skip that. Here, all right, here we go. <laughs> Praise team, get ready. Five minutes. Five minutes. Maybe six. And a half. <laughs> I feel like preaching. I'll skip that too. Uh, I'll even skip that. <laughs> When you have a promise, you don't walk by your head. You walk by what God has placed in your heart. A doubting mouth speaks out of your head. A confessing mouth speaks out of your heart. You don't say what you see. You say what you know. Come on. You don't say what somebody else told you. You say what God told you. Hallelujah. Because God is ready to bless you right now. And I'll just preach it myself because I know you're not going to say amen right here. But a lot of times we kill the promise with our mouth. I mean, I kill the promise with my mouth. (laughs) Come on. And every time that I speak doubt and unbelief, then God says, that's okay. Take another lap. (laughs) Come on, church. Every time that I cancel what God has told me with what I see and what I know, God says, that's fine. Take another lap. Take another cycle. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. When you conceive things change. When you conceive things change. And so when I have believed it, come on, praise team, I am done, I promise. When, 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 when you have believed it and you have conceived it and it's time to receive it, then there's only one last thing to do. And that is you pray until something happens. I mean, you know, y'all know about that, don't you? Push. Come on, church people with a bunch of church t-shirts in your closet, push, pray until something happens. But guess what, pastor? Not only does push mean pray until something happens, it also means to praise. I pray until something happens and I praise until something happens. So not only do I praise God when I got a raise, I praise God when I'm broke. I praise God when I get an overdraft. Now I know y'all ain't, I know y'all don't know I'm talking about what an overdraft is, but for us people that grew up on the other side of the tracks, honey, an overdraft is when you ain't got no money in the bank, but you try to get some money and so the bank sends you a letter that says we just took 35 more dollars that you ain't got. That's an overdraft. Come on, I know about overdrafts. I know about commodity cheese. Come on, somebody. I know. Hallelujah. But when you pray until something happens and you praise until something happens, you praise him when it's good and you praise him when it's ain't. And you praise him when you feel good and you praise him when you're sick. I'm not praising him because I'm sick. I'm praising him because I know who the, who the healer is. Oh my God, come on. So you push, push. Hallelujah, y'all ready? I preach in C sharp, give me a C sharp. C sharp, whenever you're ready. 
There it is. C-sharp. Let the church say yes. So you push. Now, see, we're, we've got to get, we got to get, we got Sarah here. So let me, just give me a little chord, just a little modulate when you're ready. We're, we're, we're done right now, almost. Push. So when mama has believed that she could be pregnant and she had a relationship so she could be heaven and be pregnant and then she conceived and, and now it's, and now it's time to receive. So, so we go into the delivery room. And when you get into the delivery room, everything changes. Come on. And if there's a certain point where the doctor says, okay, honey, it's time. And I don't care what the weather is. And I don't care what the economy is. And I don't care who shows up. I don't care who sends you a gift. I don't care about anything that's going on. The doctor gets into the receiving position. And then he just says one thing. Push. And I don't care what happens, the doctor just keeps on saying, push. And the mom says, I can't do this, push. I'm too tired, push. I don't feel like it, push. This is not gonna work out, push. There's some of y'all in here, you've been a little tired and you've got a little upset. But I'm here to tell you, honey, this morning, you have a word from God, so you push, pray until something happens. Woo! I want you to shake three people's hand like you're gonna shake it off and say, push, honey, push, push. Woo! Push. You've got the word. You've got the promise. You've got the Holy Ghost. There's only one other thing to do. Push. Pray until something happens. I feel a breaker anointing in this church right now. I need some, I need five people full of the Holy Ghost to pray in tongues right now. If you're here this morning and you, you're one of those people I've been preaching to and you're like, Pastor, I've been waiting for a miracle. Don't quit, just take it down. I've been believing for a miracle. There's something that our family has been facing and we can't get a breakthrough. There's, there, there, there's a financial situation that we've just fought and fought and fought and fought. Come on, honey. Come on, ministry. Come on, prayer team. I preach you this morning, you've been trying and trying and trying and waiting and waiting and waiting. We're gonna help you push this thing out. Come on, sweetheart. Come on, man of God. We're gonna get around you and we're gonna pray and we're going to praise until something happens. One more time, shout push. You got a song? Whenever you're good, whenever you're ready. Come on, push. Pray until something happens. If you're not praying, then praise. 
Come on, I need some more help around the altar. Push, 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 push it, pray, praise. There's more that need to come. Come now, we're going to push it. We're going to pray you through. We're going to pray you through. Come now. Step out into the nearest aisle and come right now. Holy Amakandalabasatalabahatalabakaya. Pray. 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 Hila Shandaya Kumanamansi. Pray until something happens. Push. Praise him, honey. It's there. It's there. Praise him. 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 Thank you for listening to this podcast from Bethel Family Worship Center. 